0: Hello and welcome to the East and Kicks podcast, a regular magazine program about East Asian film led by me, Andrew Heskins, founder and grandmaster of easternkicks.com, and James Mudge, our leading writer. Hello. Each episode we'll be taking a look at the latest films, news and festivals, often chatting to filmmakers and stars along the way. Welcome to the show. With the director and star of Squid Games winning Emmys at the prestigious award ceremony, we're going to look back at the phenomenal success of their series and how much of a lasting impact the show has had on the anniversary of its first turning up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's true, it's been a, been a year.
0: But before we get started, we do have that important question to answer, that's <laughs> what the folks want to know.
1: What are we drinking Would that be? Yeah. Is that, is that possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go first, man. What are you on?
0: So. I've I've kept something a little bit special. It's the Duchess uh, de Beau, Bourgogne. Um Ooh. It's a uh, it's a, a nice little nice little beer with a, a lady on the front of the the, the label. Um, dark beer, as you can see, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sort of Bruge kind of style. <laughs> but it's only six point two. It's only six point two percent.
1: That's still a still a folly by any folly other beer. name.
0: <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, well, since I'm
1: coming at you live from the middle of nowhere on the west coast of Scotland, um, drinking whiskey, but probably, probably would be anyway. But I have uh, I have some Laphroaig, but it's one of these weird ones which they call Laphroaig, like select, so you got Laphroaig select. So it's not the ten year whiskey, it's not the the cask strength one. I'm never quite sure if these are just ones they're fobbing off on people a little bit so, <laughs> well for me when it's on it's on special offer put it that way it still tastes like Lefroy but I'm never quite sure what calling it select actually just what that quite means but I'm quite happy with it so fair
0: enough nice <laughs> So let's get on with the chat. Is, mm. is it really a year since Squid Games first came into our lives and captured the initial zeitgeist?
1: Oh, it's crazy. To, it's crazy to think about. I mean, I mean, we'll be it's talking. So, a, it's yeah. just never gone away in the last year almost.
0: So it was seventeenth September two thousand and twenty-one.
1: Yeah, Netflix. almost to the only a few days away from you know a year to the day in that respect then
0: probably probably will be a year to the day if not a little bit later by the time this goes <laughs> out <laughs> information correct at the time recording
1: <laughs> but yeah it's, it's never gone away and it's you know as as you were saying with the awards and the emmys and everything like that it's just it's still being it's, talked about it's kind it all of the time. interesting
0: when something you know as i say you know it's, it's kind of easy to say that you know capture the zeitgeist but it, it is interesting and we'll we'll talk about this more but when a program Really, kind of breaks through um, mm. in such a way that you know, within a month, you're seeing even souvenir shops. You can get the masks and all that kind of, st- and the, and the sort of jumpsuits <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. It's, it just, it, it, I mean, it's, it doesn't happen that often, full yeah. stop. But then when you've got on top of that, um, what is a, a Korean show that that was in Korean language? Although I believe you know that that you know this there was an American. Uh, English dub of this then mm-hmm. and for a lot of people they probably watched it on, on that version True. but yeah. um, you know even then for something to have this kind of be such a, a phenomenal success to just break through is, is really unusual you know so for the two people in the world that haven't watched <laughs> the programme <laughs> um, should we give a quick summary of, of the of the show uh, I, <laughs> mean, I think we out? can
1: Boil it down to its premise, I, 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 mm. I guess. Just you know, a bunch of people who who want money in an increasingly bizarre death game, where they're mm. whittled down their numbers until they get to a couple of guys who cry, cry a lot when they have to do stuff to each <laughs> other. <one. laughs> it's, it's basically what it boils. Without being sarcastic, it is what it boils down to. It is that kind of death game. Yeah, you know, just the standard plot for it and everything that we sort of we whittle down the numbers. The start very quickly and and then gradually you get to know more of the characters and their melodramatic backstories and we we get down to the last few ones of them. Uh, everything. And it's yeah, a lot of uh, pop culture in there, a lot of colourful, colourful and bizarre games which don't make too much sense but are quite funny <laughs> to watch, I guess.
0: Yes, yeah. Licking the cookie, the honeycomb cookie is yeah. yeah. One of them. Um you know, and I guess I mean, it's, it's a reasonable kind of universal. I mean, yeah, there are cultural um, mm. aspects to it, but it is reasonably universal. And, and I think more, you know, if we thought we were getting outside of the, the, the being able to kind of associate in our, our very real lives the desperation that people are going through, mm. um, if anything, uh, that's... It's becoming even more so. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's, it's a fair point. I mean, that that kind of the theme of needing the money for the various reasons the, the characters do and everything. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's more even more desperate, desperate now here and here and around the world.
0: So what kind of? I mean, I'm trying to remember the, the thing. What kind of uh, views? I mean, it got a, an incredible number of views on 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 Netflix. It was, they're sort of number one for like months, I think, weeks. It was in their sort of top ten for months. and
1: It probably could still well be. I, I, I'm I, not sure. I mean, this is one of these things with Netflix and everything. Uh, I, I think this was one of the first series which really brought that in, where people started throwing these figures around all the time, you know, topping the charts and how many different countries. Like, this is, you know, it was number one in 14 countries. Um, where you get these figures from. And, you know, knowing how Netflix are... You know, they, they they give their own spin on their figures because <laughs> no no one's it's not like anyone's auditing them or checking them. So it's like the Chinese box office; they can say whatever they want about stuff. So um, I
0: I seem to remember because when we did our podcast on on on, yeah. on Squid Games, you know, uh, nearly a year ago, um, mm. yeah, I mean, it was pretty much number one in every territory apart from a couple and i can't remember exactly which ones those were yeah pretty know, much. you're right you're right yeah <laughs> there's uh, only a couple of territories it wasn't
1: yeah and, and there's no reason I mean, i'm being slightly facetious because there's no reason to disbelieve it because it was being talked about by pretty much everyone you were getting stories in the daily mail which shows that you've broken through
0: yeah <laughs> and, i mean it's one to thing to, to become you know the the latest uh, thing that the guardian has to have a, at least one story per day um, a hot take yeah, the hot take, you know the um, the latest, the the Wire kind of supplement, um, <laughs> and it was Mad Men, wasn't it? After the Wire, uh, oh. but um, when you're in a Daily Mail, that's something else. It's something else. <laughs> you
1: know, you know, you've made it by made it by them. But no, everyone was whatever the the thing about the Netflix figures is how true the figures are. It was being talked by pretty much everyone. Um, during its run and then increasing you know it picked up so much speed even after guys probably like us you know who are more you know you would watch asian content most mm. a lot of the time anyway but it, yeah it was one of those few I mean, ones pers-
0: yeah personally it took me by surprise you know it's like mm. what is this what what you know I, I was kind of almost came across it by accident what do you mean there's this really popular korean tv show that everybody's <laughs> watching. I, I'm. i kind of pinching myself, going, what? what?
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I. And I think even that is um, something we. Could, I think it's fair to say that we're not really sort of K drama guys in the usual in the usual way, right? Like you know, watching melo, all the melodramas and the whatnots and everything. True, so, true. so I was I was, was surprised by it, outside kind of, of as that. well. Yeah,
0: we're not we're not massively.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's the odd one. We'll talk about some of the other series later. But yeah, in general you know, seeing there's a new Korean series on Netflix wouldn't in itself have been a massive thing. Um, But then watching it, you're right, I I was caught by surprise as well. I didn't see it coming Uh, and how much of a global phenomenon, you you know, it's really become. And the fact that, you know, we're doing a second podcast on it a year later, people are (laughs) still talking about it and have been talking about it and everything. There's just been so much ongoing stuff and there's no sign of that slowing down Mm -hmm. um, either. I mean, we'll see, I mean... We have the second series coming at some point we have the the apparent reality show game coming at some point from netflix where a huge number of people competing for money and presumably not not dying uh in the process well
0: <laughs> but, i guess not otherwise you know probably probably not best but um hmm. i mean they're kind of yeah Although they're kind of doing some of that on a lot of actual kind of other TV shows as well where they're spinning a wheel of, f- of literal fortune for somebody to have their <laughs> uh, energy costs paid for. Um,
1: which, yeah, which is dep- <laughs> a sort of whole new kind of depression. But it's probably just going to be some like, it's a knockout type stuff then. You, you know, like, or, or Funhouse. You know, people running mm-hmm. along, trying to grab grab money, getting sprayed Takeshi's
0: off things. Takeshi's
1: Castle type. Takeshi's yeah. Castle, yeah, exactly once you actually take the death out of it then uh, yeah it would just be you know something pretty different so I, I don't know i mean it's not a massive interest to me anyway but i've seen <laughs> people some people at least like railing against the idea of having a reality show version of it and saying that it misses the point of, yeah. of the thing being a, a critique of capitalism or a critique yeah. of you know consumerism and Offering people who you know who just want to be on a game show the chance to, to win a lot of money without any real risk is going against the purpose of the show. But so the the director kind of seems to have to himself like, oh, "Don't worry about it, don't take it too seriously." So which is probably which is probably fair enough. That's but, fair enough. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the reality show version is, though. I, I, I can't imagine I'll be, I'll be rushing to watch it.
0: <laughs> so you say that, did you say that? you say there's actually a porn version of uh, Squid Games as well?
1: Yes, there is. Uh I have I mean I haven't <laughs> haven't seen it or anything, but it's one of those... it was doing there was some uh, things doing around on the old social medias, the Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. Uh, with, you know, full masks and Is it one cost, of those costume or title
0: or is it just
1: It was a Kore- no it seemed to be a Korean or Japanese, so it, yeah. it didn't it wasn't like an, a western one. Um mm. So I, I don't actually know what, <laughs> what the name of it was or anything. I don't think we had anyone like, you know, Brexit with three X's. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, Oh, Christ. Oh, I oh, no, no, you, no, that's just kind of... No, just, no. It conjures, conjures too many nightmares, even the thought of yeah. what's involved in that one. But, yeah, yeah. The, there is... there is, And if there's one porn version from Japan Korea, there'll be a whole load of them. You, you know, mm-hmm. there'll, there'll probably be a whole load of a long series of different ones and everything of it so uh, fair enough I suppose I mean it doesn't like a lot of these weird sort of porno ones it doesn't really jump out at you as something which would naturally inspire something but full full marks for you know sleazy entrepreneurism I guess getting in there for
0: it. And that's not the only place that that, uh, the only thing that's that's seen uh, uh, the Squid Game? So I mean no, so, I I've
1: I've seen it up here and well in Glasgow anyway. Mm. Uh, a couple of these kind of tacky, well as you'd expect, sort of tacky tourist shops and everything with all their sort of Scotland, you know, memorabilia and Scotland, yeah, tourism and everything. They had Squid Game T-shirts and Squid Game masks for sale, and three of them, which I passed by. One of the kebab shops on Socky Hall Street uh, was carved, and it's kebab. It has some sort of Squid Game symbols carved into the kebab. Okay, so that doesn't
0: make sense. I was thinking it doesn't about, make. It yeah, makes no uh, sense at A fish and chip all. shop, at least. Uh,
1: well, but with the kebab, once once they actually start shaving the kebab down, I mean, if they ever do, I mean, that's de- some of these places it's debatable whether they ever shave them down or they just give you something from mystery meat from under the counter, but. They were very proud of it. They, they had all the stuff in the window and everything like that as well and uh, uh, again, full marks for entrepreneurs I'm not really sure I would be getting to the clientele and that part of Socky Hall Street in Glasgow. people staggering out of the night, the garage nightclub uh, drunk going across there. I don 't think they'd be thinking, "Oh, squid game, let's go in there you know, like, I don't really think they're thinking of too much at that time as I you know would have been in my in my misspent youth. <laughs>
0: 지금 이자에 계신 여러분들은 모두 감당할 수 없는 빚을 지고 삶의 벼랑 끝에 서 계신 분들입니다. 게임에 참가를 원하지 않는 분은 지금 말씀해 주시길 바랍니다. 무궁화꽃이 피어있습니다입니다.
1: 그 옛날에 어릴 때 하던 거 말이에요?
0: But it's literally i mean another part of what they're talking about this is because it's it's the that the, they it's won some emmys you know and um yeah i think um you know which is it's a first for a korean series i think i read that it was um the first non-english language series to be recognized i don't know if that's exactly true at least in terms of awards there must have been other yeah, series again. that have been nominated in the past, but you know, even then, it's so yeah. So we've, we've there's a win for the lead star Lee Jung Jae, mm-hmm. and of course the the director as well, Wang Dong Yo.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it is, uh, and you're right, and you you do like like with those Netflix figures and everything. You you get all these stats kind of thrown out you saying this is the first Korean film, Korean series this is the first non English language so It's kind of hard to tell exactly what's what, well. but it got yeah, it got more than. Ten, you know at the Emmys and everything like across all the categories and it was also like Golden Globes the, you know, what's it? The Screen Actors Guild and all those other ones So I you know, I've lost track of how many awards it's been winning, but we, you know Almost every month or a couple of months. There's been something where it's been picking up uh, at these uh, international ones uh, and that yeah and, yeah, and right I think the thing is that it's kind of as with the Oscars and stuff with Parasite and that it's kind of stepping outside you know, stepping outside the u well, the usual sort of like foreign language or international, slightly art housey type of stuff, and you know, this is, these are like mainstream awards, which it's which is actually winning everything, which is definitely a uh, definitely a breakthrough. There's so many constant photos everywhere of like all the cast. there seems to be pretty regular regulars on these red carpets now and everything, and having a fine old time, and you know, fair fair play to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're already already mentioned season two of squid game which um you know whenever that comes along uh, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah so we've got i mean that's on its way uh, director huang you know he was named one of the 100 most influential people <laughs> in the world 2022 <laughs> which i think with the effect of, of squid games is a is, um, you know I mean I must admit I, I, I'm i semi intrigued to go and
1: look at the rest of the you know the other 99 like well, I mean how do you but what influence you know, how, how do they chart these things uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no point in going down that rabbit hole but it's an it's an interesting one you know to have given to have given him this uh, accolade I don't know if he was number 100 or where he was ranked in this 100 and everything but uh, but to be fair it was because he was like the writer, creator, director, you know, it was hundred percent his his show and stuff, and mm. as we said it has had a massive um ongoing presence and everything. So it's a slightly weird one to give. But um Korean Wave, wh- whichever Korean wave it is now, um continues mm. to continues to be such a big thing internationally. So fair enough, I suppose, you know. But, I mean he was I mean he was I, as we touched on when we did the last podcast about this, I mean, he he was a well-known director in Korea before anyway. Mm. You know, he'd he done quite a lot of blockbusters and some more uh, serious films and stuff anyway. So uh, then we had all that chat about him before, uh, you know, where he'd say how much he'd almost killed himself trying to get Squid Game, <laughs> like losing teeth and hair. That still just seems so bizarre to me from you know, a big blockbuster director, which he was. He'd done a lot of stuff about, like The Fortress, um you know a bunch of other ones and so, so he was you wouldn't think someone like him would, would be losing teeth and hair over trying to get a series made with ne- you know with netflix on board but that that's that, that was certainly the chat at the time and everything mm. so you know now i imagine he's focusing just on squid game i think he turned two. around
0: and he was kind of very gracious yeah. getting his award and Quite fun. yeah yeah, yeah. It, he does he seems like seems, he <laughs> seems
1: very very nice nice fella very into it and everything so uh, you know I presume it'll probably take quite a while before we see the second series because he'll you know no matter what Netflix won I imagine he'll probably take his time you might have caught him by surprise the success as well. Yeah. And he made some of the shit. now, what do I have to do? I have to somehow continue this story into something which actually makes sense, but you know fair, fair play to the guy and <laughs> I'm sure he would do
0: one series. <laughs> damn i'm
1: sure I'm sure he's got his you know if he wanted to do something else, he could at this point I'm sure.
0: And then, I mean, the the real big winner is Lee Jung Jae, who mm. I mean, again we we kind of touched on this before. I mean, he's his career was was coming back, but you know, to think yeah. that he was the 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 young lead um, in a really er, early kind of almost pre Korean way, but it was the first part, an affair, you know, in 1998. Yes. Wow. You know, anyway. Yes little youngster as he was, you know, <laughs> and had already his career, you know, and then Ilmer and stuff like that. But, you know, in oh, Of course, I forgot. Yeah, 2010, you know. his, his career mm. had, had massively waned and and, and and it was on its way back. But, you know, now he's had all this attention. He's had a mm. uh, his, his own directorial debut, um, with oh, Hunt, played at hands.
1: To acclaim, oh, it, it seemed to actually yeah. go down quite well. Um, He's
0: the you
1: know Gucci him. ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he seems like a stylish fellow. I mean, he we'll seems
0: stylish. Yeah, well, not yeah. not the way he is in, in Squid Game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if, he, if he's crying
1: all the time on the on the runway for Gucci, it probably isn't so good. Or if he's going House of Gucci style, like, oh, Jared Leto, it's probably not so good either. But um, but not fair you know, enough. Yeah.
0: And really making you know making an effort to make that crossover into sort of. As other stars have tried before to make that mm. crossover into American uh, productions, uh, but it's it's never been such a big thing for 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 Koreans. But I mean, we've seen you know the the odd appearance by Song Kang Ho or Yeah um, Cho Min Sik, but it's it's never really caught on in the same way. But mm. he seems to be making a a better effort of it with um, uh, being signed up for the one of the next Disney Plus. Star Wars <laughs> spin-off series um, of which there are uh, quite a few a constant
1: a constant <laughs> stream. the the acolyte I'm getting it
0: well, right well this done. time <laughs> you know,
1: I had been calling it Andor but I but that's I the other one <laughs> but they both begin with A and I don't care about either of them so I think I can be forgiven but yeah but it, I mean however, however that turns out I mean I think even Star Wars fans must be getting a bit sick of this stuff by now
0: it's still well it is, it is I mean without going off on uh, a tangent and a rant but it is, <laughs> is a Disney Plus way um, <laughs> to milk these franchises that they are now um, yes you know in the same yeah. way they're doing with Marvel and to mm. create a million and one TV shows the odd one might be actually quite good um, could be I've not it's I've impossible. not been particularly impressed by the, the Star Wars ones but they've kind of got less to work with really which, which could be... Which could, <laughs> which be, could bit, be good, yeah. Could be a good thing. Be, they're they're
1: yeah. not stuck to stuff. But, um, but you're right, we're like going on to rant because I, I don't like Star Wars anyway. So, uh, <laughs> well, apart from the Emperor. Um, uh, I don't know, fair play to him. We'll, we'll see how it turns out. But, he, you know, it's certainly... He signed with a major US agency. Um, he, you know, if the hunt gets some kind of, uh, you know, international distribution. I imagine having been at Cannes or play other festivals, so... So yeah, so yeah, I think he's certainly been a big, as you say, his career was coming back anyway. But this has definitely given him a major boost. And I don't like his character in Squid Game, but you know he is, you know he's a he's a very sort of quality thespian.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I think he does do it. I mean, he, he do, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, just slightly disagree, but I think he does do a good job of of that role. I mean, you don't like the character, but it's the character
1: I don't like, not his acting. Yeah
0: yeah yeah and i think he does it's one of those things where i think he does a good job of a character that actually is written to be pretty unsympathetic because he is quite yeah he is quite good at, at making it sympathetic even though he is a a complete loser um you know so i mean mm. and lots of the other members of the cast have been doing pretty well out of mm. this as well you know there's um who's in the Korean version of Money Heist, which is when i one of those kind of Netflix series. And, yeah, big uh, It's become project. a bit of a franchise yeah. in itself that uh, I've not really, personally, I haven't gone into.
1: No, 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 I haven't really got into it either. I was going to watch it, but then I think the Spanish one had... Somebody told me that footballer Neymar turns up in it, and I hate him, so I couldn't <laughs> so I couldn't watch it. Uh, but I didn't hear good things about the Korean version. Um of Money Heist either. But, no, but it's definitely a big budget one. I think and he's had quite a few other roles uh, coming up. He's in a few of these Korean ones turning up on Netflix, uh, which Netflix have produced as well. So, um, so yeah, more roles for him. Um, you know, he, he was a, a pretty popular actor before anyway as well, so he's definitely had a, a bit of a leg up from it.
0: I mean, I mean the, the the kind of... Yeah, one of the real kind of breakout successes, Jung Ho-yeon, who... Um, was really a model before she was Yeah. In in the in Squid Game and, and and um I mean she was really good in Squid Game. Uh, at her performance was yes. great, you know, and uh and, unsurprisingly she's get <laughs> she's getting more model work and um being in international music videos and, and uh She's also in uh, an A twenty four film. <laughs>
1: the, yeah, the governesses. Uh, nice. I mean, it's A twenty four. Be part of their uh, massive marketing push and everything. For oh, honestly, they're a tiny indie indie film studio. Not not really, but uh, that's that's yeah. another rant which I won't get into. But no, I mean, it, it, it's yeah, they do quite. They do interesting stuff. To be fair, A twenty four or they put a lot of they put a lot of muscle behind how they push stuff. So it's definitely a big. Um, definitely a big step for her and she's going to be in uh, Alfonso Cuarón's thriller series disclaimer with Kate Blanchett so so she's getting a lot of these kind of breakthrough roles as well um, and we'll see how big the roles actually are we, we should put that proviso on what we're saying at the moment but um, but yeah she she's definitely coming off very well from me. and you're right she was she was really good in it she you know again her character was more interesting than than his character so yeah, yeah, but she she's very she is very good in it and uh, you can see why she impressed she her character had a more difficult job of, uh, as much as anything else actually in it to actually you know, have, well, her character arc he, he didn't really have a character arc but, you know, she yeah she did a really good job on it so it's not really a surprise to her to see her getting more roles now. Mm.
0: And, uh, I think we're kind of going into two more of the the cast, you know <laughs> not in no, several no. of them in, in various places but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we've got um Naomi yeah. as well yeah. who um wasn't a particularly li- likeable character again mm. but um has been a bit of a fan favourite. She was also in All of Us Are Dead, which we'll be mentioning again soon, I think.
1: But she wasn't wasn't a likable character in either, but everybody you mm. know, she was not she was yeah, she was a standout in that
0: too. Um and she's been won a primetime emmy award for outstanding Guest actress yeah. um first korean actress to to win in that category i mean it, this is i mean it all i mean it has been unsurprisingly i guess really uh, pretty successful for all of the, the the folks involved but um i mean maybe to draw a line under under the, that success and and the kind of maybe we should kind of look at mm. what kind of impact this has had Internationally, on how much yeah Yeah. we're seeing Mm. yeah you know and and also I mean this did come you know within you know that's the same kind of couple of years of seeing Parasite as as a bit of a breakout success and um, you know also Minari as well yes Um, yeah you know there's been quite good for actually kind of finally seeing these Korean stars and and filmmakers and so on, finally kind of reach audiences. Um, But, but you know, what, what, what came after, I mean, for me, I think there was definitely a point in that sort of few months after, um, uh, uh, after Squid Game where there did seem to be quite a few Mm -hmm. more, uh, kind of mainstream focused in terms of an audience, not in terms of the, the genre, but sort of actually kind of uh, a more of an international focus kind of series mm. coming from things like Netflix. You know, we had a whole kind of rough then, didn't we? We had Hellbound. Yes. Um, yeah. All of Us Are Dead, which is a kind of popular zombie thing. <laughs> Sweet Home, The Silent Sea with Bay Duna, mm-hmm. You know, as we were would mentioned, sort of the crim- take on money heist. Um, which was interesting to see we're still seeing some but I did just feel like that, that that's kind of fallen back now. And maybe it's just the kind of production timings or you know, mm-hmm. maybe just just the fact that nothing anywhere near reached out as far as squid game. Um, we're still seeing some other things drop on various other. Mm-hmm. Um, streaming channels um yeah we've, we've there's a couple of things on disney plus with yeah snowdrop and grid um even apple TV is kind of getting in on thereko <laughs> um is that but it, it, is it really kind of bringing much is it is it i mean it's interesting that that there that does that these other channels are doing it as well they're kind of Looking at that side of things more, but are we really seeing a change in the viewing habits of of audi- of 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 the audiences? Are we seeing a change in in terms of people like Netflix going after these things still? What do you think? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think what you said a couple of minutes ago is right. I think there was an initial big boom. Um, yeah, as well. Just going from even from my own. My own sort of uh, interest in this kind of stuff. We we did immediately after Squid Game. We we got stuff like you know Hellbound uh, and certainly at the Silent Sea. Uh, my, a lot of, my a day, lot of horror yeah. and
0: sci-fi and stuff like
1: that. Which yeah it? genre stuff which is great, but they, these ones were all getting picked, you know mentioned in the mainstream media. I mean I, I think Hellbound was mentioned by the Daily Mail as well for sick horror you know, monsters beating people to death you know that kind of stuff. So we we definitely had a period. I think for the rest of twenty twenty one anyway because Silent Sea was what boxing day or Christmas Eve Christmas Eve yeah, yeah I think it came out um, so we had a period where this stuff was uh, still interesting to mainstream viewers but then it dropped off again and it's since then stuff has kept going and it, there's been a couple of ones which seems to have grabbed more attention like that extraordinary attorney woo thing which I you know haven't seen it's not my kind of it's not a kind of romance comedy type thing but um it's definitely been dropping off since then uh, I think it's I mean, I, you kind of have this interesting balance between what Netflix wants to make is probably... There, there's there been some of these ones which have been popular on Netflix but which have not not been popular in Korea because mm. what works for the Korean audience is very different to what works for the international audience. So the... Uh... I, I
0: guess... I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't... It's not quite the same for television as it is for film, obviously. Mm. But there was a point where um, we were still kind of hitting from the desperation of getting these these productions out to an audience when um cinemas weren't open and Mm. you know all that and i think that that there was a in some ways that sort of there was a knee-jerk reaction i guess there's a fear here that well not necessarily a fear but a reality that maybe that's kind of swung back again that um you know there's a there's a mix of you know you know, perhaps it is a mix of timing that there were all these series that were backed up at Netflix mm-hmm. and they thought, okay, well, we've got something here. Let's drop the next horror. or let's drop the next horror series. Yeah. Um But also that, that some of these will be, in some ways, probably a bit more internal looking again in terms of, of getting yeah, these audiences yeah. rather than... Uh, yeah, I than think so. Out to, to the West to, to, to make that successful, although, You know, mm. to be whatever would follow on from... uh you know, to be the next Squid Game would be great for whoever whoever gets there. But it might not be, you know, yeah. like anything. It might not necessarily be a genre of genre series. It might be. Um, I don't know. I mean,
1: was, I mean, Squid Game was so high concept. Um, I mean, it was so even just visually, uh, you mm. know, the colors, the pinks and the greens and the yellows and stuff. Everything about it was so pop culture. And, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of Western people are, are kind of you know, were slightly primed for that kind of thing as well, sort of wacky Asian, Oriental, you know, bright colours and, you know, crazy stuff they don't quite understand. So I think Squid Game kind of tied that with a sort of very familiar, very simple, high concept death game premise. And as you said, like the, uh, the desperation over the money aspect and the financial aspect and everything. So Squid Game kind of I mean, for whatever reason, I actually had this kind of perfect storm of, of elements which really spoke to people, very easy to understand. And I think you're right as well something you said before. I'm guessing a lot of mainstream viewers probably watched it in English, you mm. know, English dubbed and everything. Um, Probably didn't even miss very much or, you know, some nuances. But then, you know, do you really care that much about the nuances in it? Um, not, probably not for mainstream viewers. So a lot of these other ones... Um, and I think, I mean, Hellbound was a very interesting case in that, because Hellbound was immediately being pushed as a very high-concept thing, which was, you know, these demons appear, and, you know, you have, you know, they're going to follow you, you're going to get this message, you're going to die, then you arrive, beat you to death for your sins. And then we actually watch the series, It's you know, it's a crazy series. It's great, but it's a lot more complicated, doesn't make much sense. Um, it's like some of his, his other films, um, or films, stuff like pyrokinesis and stuff. Or, you know, Peninsula. It's on his wacky side of stuff. But they were clearly trying to push it as something which it wasn't quite. And, you know, Mm. The Silent Sea was more straightforward. It was, you know, Event Horizon, like everything in space basically is. But a lot of these other ones, you know, Korean drama or Korean series are, you know, they are very different just in terms of pacing, the length, Mm. compared to Netflix series and everything. And it is very, very heavy on the melodrama. And it is very heavy on these sets of conventions, which... You know don't really work for international audiences quite so much so uh and you know to an extent there's always going to be you know different tiers of audiences you're going to have like the mainstream ones who would grab onto a high concept one and with with squid game it was such word of mouth it was just getting passed around everywhere. And when you had celebrities tweeting about it and everything um you know it picked up such critical mass about it but the second tier you'll have like guys like us who would watch stuff because we're interested in you know, Asian cinema and, you know, we probably wouldn't watch the K drama stuff, but if there's a specific reason, like someone like, you know, the actor, an actor, an actress being in it, or a good concept, we might, but most of the stuff that gets churned out and, you know, obviously in Korea, like other countries, um, well, like we do in the UK, you know, they turn out so much TV stuff and everything. So, you know, what we would kind of classify or think of as maybe as being like a K drama or something, is just TV, Yeah. you know, over there, it's just so many series coming out. So, uh, so much of the stuff which comes out in Netflix as well is um, it's not it would be a long conversation but Netflix is not doing particularly well because they have flooded with so much content and so much stuff they've cancelled you know series they've announced they've done one season then cancelled so people are I think a lot of people are very much falling out of love with Netflix and the, the well, downside I mean, to again, I mean, that, mean and again yeah. that
0: actually comes back to what we we're we we're talking about here with the mm. the the, the, the Let's use that term, you know, uh, the cost of the living crisis, but, you mm. know, where um, people are having to choose between subscriptions. You know, we don't all have, uh, <laughs> yeah. not always have these games that we can enter in order to, uh, uh, you know, in order to, 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 to have our energy paid for so we can afford to subscribe to Very, X yeah. amounts of uh, services. And, and it's losing yeah. out to, to, to Disney now.
1: I, I I have recently got Disney because it's on a one month thing, and it's it's awful. I have to say, like there's so little actually on it.
0: I'm so I'm really surprised. Well, that's because you don't want to watch the the, the Star Wars and the Marvel. <laughs> true. You know, maybe not yeah, a yeah, massive yeah. fan a, of um, uh, animations uh, with, aimed at, at at small children either. Also uh, true. Also with, true. Uh, sort of major princess complexes that. Uh, you're not perhaps the the, the key audience. Uh, I mean, to a lot of people, uh, they see Disney Plus as uh, well. A lot of people who are parents perhaps see Disney Plus mm. as an absolute saviour for them. As a babysitter. Babysitter, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I got it because I wanted to watch Prey, to be honest, which was good. I enjoyed Prey and Fresh, that horror film, which was good. But um, but yeah, there, but there's very and are there's a couple of series on there uh, as you mentioned, but there, there's not even when you get into their films and deep dive into the series, there's very little um, non... Uh, how, how to put it, sort of... <laughs> Homogenous, generic content. There's very little which isn't. You, you know, yeah. sort of Amer- American, middle-class, white audience content. There isn't which much is, of which it is on there. interesting
0: that, the, you know, I like come back to that point again, that they have actually um, invested in a bit of Korean dramas, but you know whether that goes particularly far or it was just yeah, through, they I, I, yeah. To, to do is a is another matter but but
1: i think it can definitely be seen as a squid game effect if Squid game hadn't been this massive hit i mean coupled with all the the, the other korean stuff which continues to be popular uh like the, you know the the boy bands and whatnot and everything and i think i think, think know. there is a
0: big point here and we've, we've discussed it uh previously mm. but i think you know when you talk about the success of parasite and you talk about mm. the success of squid game that's not building on the success of, of the, the, the Korean film mm. that we grew up. Well, yes, I agree. Yeah, we yeah, weren't yeah. exactly that young, but we're, we're talking about old boy and younger days, Mr. Vengeance and all that. Yeah. We, you know, and, and, um, uh, you know, and kimchi Wood and all that stuff. It's, mm. um, it's, it's, it is building on the popularity of K-pop and the fact that yes. K-pop yes. is, Mainstream now, massively mainstream. Um, yeah. Sidebar: I do posters for a, for a lady who does lots sort of <laughs> K-pop <laughs> events. Um, you know, it's it is it is it is massively in the mainstream. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that's that's. Yeah, I, I think we're still seeing. You know, even if something like Parasite or Squid Game kind of pop out, it's still building on that. It's uh, that foundation. Yes. It's not building on yeah. um, on their own. In some ways not to not to their completely to their own merits. It is it is comparable mm. with the way that um anime is massive with mm-hmm. with 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 kids and with teenagers now. Yeah. Um in a way that we wouldn't have imagined back in the eighties and nineties. But it's all about Pokemon and that True of, You know, yeah. brought it in. It's a similar it's a similar way in for so many people. Pokemon and Dragon Ball has kind of brought a, a massive audience to mm-hmm to enemy and it's this is it's to me it still feels like um we that this is it's it's part of that success not the other way around um you know so what happens next i think is yeah you know in, in terms of of in general with with korean drama particularly people like netflix are actually probably not going to be paying out we're not going to be paying big money for... Yeah. Bigger and with, seasons.
1: No, and, and with Netflix, it, it, I guess it's kind of the, the the balance between what they buy from Korea, which has been made for a Korean audience.
0: Mm.
1: Um, well, say... I mean, I haven't watched it, but that extraordinary... Extraordinary Attorney Woo is a Korean series for a Korean audience. It's You know, it's longer. It's not like a Netflix 8 to 10 episode thing. Mm. So how much they balance sort of buying stuff like that with investing in series, which... Um, you know, they, they would steer towards an international audience as well. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see that. But I I mean, I, I, we'll see what happens. And I think when we see Squid Game 2, whether it's 2023 or twenty four, and from everything I've read just seems to be spinning wheels, spinning plates, man, I don't think there's much of a clue about anything which is happening with it or when it's coming. Um, we'll see. It'll be very interesting to see if that has, you know, anywhere near the kind of a you know impact the first the first season has had and everything um i i would imagine you know they'll want it to have the sort of the same very compact high concept premise and everything uh they, but i'm sure the director doesn't after losing all his teeth and everything he probably <laughs> just doesn't want to do the same thing again unless he needs to buy some more and I, and, I, and I
0: think the other thing there and i think we we said it even back when we we spoke about squid game last year
1: yeah
0: is that the the you know if it is a long wait between seasons Mm. then you very quickly lose your opportunity to reach those audiences you know it's like waiting Mm. for the next season of westworld or whatever and you've it's been so long you're like okay so what happened Yeah, exactly. Sorry, high concept sci-fi series. I can't remember what happened
1: at the end of the last. But but you're right. Attention spans are what they are, Uh, and because it's a Netflix series, and so many people are just used to Netflix cancelling stuff uh, after one series and everything. So if it disappears for two years, I mean, at the moment we're you know as as we started talking about it it being constantly in the public eye, but there's there has been reasons for that. It's not because. Mm the constant popularity of the show it has been the staggering of like the award ceremonies, or at least over mm-hmm. the last six months and everything
0: yeah um so it's it, gonna know, fade over the next six months and then yeah exactly exactly and, and there's not we, a season coming pretty soon after that then no it'll be a be, will be, be will another be year at
1: least and yeah. and whilst we recognize you know we know the stars we know the director and everything like that and We'll we'll continue to see it in other stuff like there you, your mainstream audience is is not going to start watching Korean films. I mean the hunt, his film or or just hunt I forget if it's there or not. But uh, if that gets released in the UK, that's not necessarily gonna oh that's you know that's the guy from Squid Game. Let's go and see a Korean film. I mean that, that's not gonna I'd be well I don't know I I I would be surprised. I've been wrong many many times in the past, but um, I would be surprised mm. if we saw that kind of knock on effect for because um, we're we're still getting the odd Korean film being released, but there there's not been a massive boost and, you know, general interest in Korean films and everything.
0: Actually, what has happened, though, there's been a lot of, um, I mean, looking looking ahead at the, the upcoming London Film Festival where the majority mm. of Asian uh, content by a long shot is from Korea um, mm. or involving Koreans. You know, and at the same time... Hirakazu Koreeda, his new film, oh, broken, yeah. yeah, is is with Korean, a completely Korean cast with Baek Doona, who obviously he he worked with before in Air yeah. Doll, so yeah. as well from Parasite, you know, so it's kind of yeah, you know, inadvertently reuniting those two again, um, you know, and other stuff. It's, it, I mean, it's interesting to see. That does feel like that is connected to this this. And it is, and I think, again, maybe it does come back to sort of the K-pop effect, but this idea mm. of, of of this uh, ascending star of Korea and um, doing these productions in different territories that are, um, you know, that, the, you know, we're doing a, a, you know, doing a film in Korea rather than Japan and stuff like that. It it does feel like it, it, it potentially is kind of part of the same thing and maybe he just wanted to do Korea um drive my car had yeah. a korean member as well so it's they they maybe there is something in that side of the effect between mm. them, they're, they're, with directors thinking okay well uh, whether they kind of deliberately mean it or not it does feel like they're kind of dipping into some of that with their choices they're making sure Uh yeah you yeah, know you're right and, and like you know uh, uh with lee j
1: Lee Jong-jae being in uh, the the Acolyte the, the Star Wars thing maybe that's what maybe that's what we'll see is we'll see some you know some more Korean stars appearing and stuff maybe we'll, I mean Hollywood has been I think very understandably burned with trying to work with you know mainland China yeah. uh, so much We, you know there was so much hope for co-productions and for cross-pollination of, uh, of stars and everything which obviously has not happened and has wasted a huge amount of time and money um but you know, may, maybe maybe there'll be more of a model with with Korea, I mean, you know, for you know starting off with more more stars appearing in both and very fashionable stars if they're all and seem to be Gucci ambassadors or different <laughs> brands and everything like that. So, sure, I mean, it'd be great. To, I mean, it'd be great to see. I mean, you, as we've said, like it's not related to the kind of Korean waves and stuff which we've um, experienced. But even if it comes off the back of you know K-pop and and whatnot and everything, then it's still. I mean, it would be so good to see, you know, both from a point of view of more films getting released um, or, I, I don't know, I still think there's going to be a bit of a... There is quite a cultural difference in the audiences between them and everything. You, you know, we're still seeing, even with the Korean films which are on Netflix, uh, which they've co-produced, I mean, you can pretty much set your timer. They're all, like, two hours, 19 minutes, you know. I think there's one or two which are two hours, 13 minutes, but and it's still, like, the last 15 minutes is crying, <laughs> so we're, we're still, and on the one hand, you know, we're I mean, kind of joking aside about it and everything. Like on the one hand, this is like with the K the K series; they'll go on for much longer than a standard Netflix thing. They will have a lot more melodrama, even in the genre stuff. So, I guess when you're getting to the sort of, you know, if we're getting if we get to a stage of these kind of co-productions or things, that they'll need to be a a, a way to sort of make it attractive and palatable to you know both audiences and everything cuz that that was one of the big problems with with uh, Hollywood trying to work with China in that respect was the audiences are so different and what they wanted was so different mm. and there was just no way no way to meet in the middle so we we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens but it, it, i mean it would be great if we you know even just from our our sort of slightly smaller scale point of view if we saw more korean films making it making it over here ideally genre films of 90 minutes but um you know, <laughs> so it's probably not. Probably not too likely.
0: It's been unusual, still isn't it? <clears throat> yeah,
1: it's been a while for, since anything like that. I mean, you're, they're not even churning out so many old ghost films in Korea um, anymore as they were. Although, you know, there's been a few over the last last four or five years, but not as many as there was during those kind of post-ring boom and everything mm. like that. <laughs> <sighs>
0: So that's it for now don't forget you can find all of our previous episodes on Apple Amazon music Spotify Google or wherever you get your podcasts. subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode <laughs> but for now Cheers Cheers